Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this podcast, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. The postcards from this episode will be viewable on Instagram at sentfromdisneyland or on my website, sentfromdisneyland.com. Today I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from patreon.com. You can join in and receive mail from my desk or for my trips to Disneyland. I'm currently working on some new patron benefits. Patrons can sign up for as little as a dollar per month. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Monica Seats Vega, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Mary Henderson, and Sheila Harry. C-Ticket patrons Serious Inquiries Only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Ruby McDowell, Grace Coat, Scott Cagle, and Ben and Noel Bruning, B-Ticket patron The Disney Rewind Podcast, and to the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angelique and the Block, and The All Aboard Podcast. I am your host, your post-host Clocky, and today we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has a view of Main Street, USA. You can see the omnibus, the horse-drawn streetcar, and the Disneyland band marching down Main Street. If you look closely, you can see the banner for Disneyland 1959, and in the far distance, the top of the sailing ship Columbia. On the back it reads, Town Square, Main Street. Main Street's Town Square represents the typical small town in the early 1900s, where the gas lamp is gradually being replaced by electricity. The plodding horse-drawn streetcar is giving way to the chugging, horseless carriage. It's postmarked September 5th, 1961, with an Anaheim cancel and a three-cent Purple Liberty postage stamp, Scott number 1035. I assume they visit the park on Labor Day, Monday, September 4th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 101 and a low of 60. Park attendance that day was 22,920. It's addressed to a Mrs. Bill Evans of El Cajon, California. It reads, Dear Mrs. Evans, Thanks for your understanding and appreciative letter. Feel free to contact me next week. We are enjoying our vacation. Hope all is well with you, Bill, and the girls. In Christian love, E.H. Zachary and family. I chose this postcard because of City Hall and the Imagineer responsible for City Hall's design, Harper Goff. Harper Goff was born in 1911 in Fort Collins, Colorado, but moved to Santa Ana, California in the late 1920s. He studied at the Chenard Art Institute and started working in Hollywood in the mid-1930s. Although he attended Chenard, where many other Disney studio legends attended, his first jobs were working with Warner Brothers. Doing set design for Midsummer Night's Dream, starring James Cagney, Olivia de Havilland, and Mickey Rooney, he continued to get set design work on films including Captain Blood, Charge of the Light Brigade, and Casablanca. He was in England on vacation in 1951 and tried to buy a model train set. The clerk informed him that the train set he was interested in was already spoken for, but he could wait to see if the intended buyer showed up to claim it. The buyer did arrive to purchase the railroad and introduced himself to Goff. The train enthusiast was Walt Disney. They talked for a while and Walt found out that Harper worked in show business. Walt asked him to come by the studio when they were both back in the States. Harper listed the movies that he'd worked on and mentioned that he was not an animator. In 1951, the Disney Studios was known for its animated works and some documentaries. Harper went to the Disney Studios and began working on multiple projects. He started with 2,000 Leagues Under the Sea. He became the banjo player for Firehouse 5 Plus 2, and Walt had him work on a project called Disneylandia. I mentioned this exhibit on episode 67, Sent from a Little Nowhere. 
Disneylandia would be a traveling exposition with dioramas on multiple train cars. This project was shelved due to the lack of railroad infrastructure. Most of the older tracks that allowed trains to move easily from city to city were removed as the U.S. highway system and air travel became the preferred transportation. Walt then shifted Harper to work on Disneyland. The book, Walt Disney's Imagineering Legends, refers to Goff as the second Imagineer. The second Imagineer after Walt Disney, of course. He helped design most of Main Street and used his hometown, Fort Collins, Courthouse, and Fire Station as inspiration for Main Street, City Hall, and neighboring Fire Station. Some of my favorite stamps from Enfield Post are going to be part of the Sunday sale on Instagram. The three chosen for the sale are all USPS-related and look great on any postcard. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has a jungle cruise boat passing by a few elephants squirting water into the river. On the back it reads, Elephant Bathing Pool. Far from civilization in the remote jungles of Asia, an explorer's boat cruises past Indian elephants at play in their sacred bathing pool. One of the many thrills that await jungle travelers in the wonder world of Adventureland. It's postmarked April 6, 1966, with an Anaheim Strike Back at Cancer American Cancer Society cancel and a black-and-white, four-cent Lincoln postage stamp, Scott number 1282. I assume they visited the park on Tuesday, April 5th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. The weather was a high of 77 and a low of 55. Park attendance that day was 28,202. It's addressed to a Mrs. J. Ashmore of Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. It reads, Wednesday, April 6th. Dear Jill, I still like the Jungle Cruise best of all. Spent a marvelous day here from 10 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. Happy but oh so tired. We met our friends the Wheelers at breakfast, and they were with us until 4.30. Rather exciting to have people from home with us here. The trailer park is nice with a lovely swimming pool and putting greens pool table. Stayed another lovely new trailer park in Fresno. I don't like the freeway traffic, though, but Lori manages it fine and doesn't mind it. Love to all. Francis. Harper Goff also worked on the Jungles of Adventureland. He primarily worked on the Jungle Cruise. He was instrumental in the decision to not have a full island in the middle of the attraction. This made it easier to service the animatronics on the riverbanks. Before the water was added to the Jungle River, he used a jeep to time out the Jungle Tour. Walt liked this idea so much he used it while doing his documentary films of the park for the Disneyland TV program. The boats were made with fiberglass. The type of fiberglass used to build the boats was new, and the U.S. Navy would stop by the manufacturers, a company out of Costa Mesa called the Wizard Boat Company, to view the progress. Harper was also asked to design the inside of the Golden Horseshoe in Frontierland. He was specifically asked to make it look like the saloon from the movie Calamity Jane. It was a good thing that Harper worked on the film and asked for his designs. He adjusted the scale down from the movie to fit the space in Frontierland, and it worked perfectly. Goff continued to work for Disneyland, but in the 1970s went back to film as the art director for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. He continued to consult for Imagineering projects like Epcot and Tokyo Disney until his death in 1993. Harper Goff was honored as a Disney legend and has a window dedicated to him in Adventureland across from the Jungle Cruise, offering banjo lessons. 
This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram. Starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. I missed most of this week's ATD, including Mondays, which is usually hosted by paper artist Russ Romano. I have watched everyone from ATD's post for Postcard Week. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard is green with palm trees, tropical flowers, and a line drawing of Mickey Mouse with a photo of the Alani Resort. It's postmarked April 25th, 2022 with a Santa Ana cancel and a 2019 U.S. flag forever postage stamp, Scott number 5344. It reads, Hello friend, sadly I'm not writing you from Alani, although I do hope to go someday. Last night was amazing. I got to watch a special preview of the electrical parade. It's nice to see some nighttime spectaculars returning. Samantha, at AP underscore Adventureland. Thank you so much for the postcard, Samantha. I'm also excited to see the nighttime parades, fireworks, and shows coming back to the park. It definitely adds some great atmosphere and helps move some of the crowd away from the attractions and towards the exit. The fireworks and nighttime parades are a great way to end the night for some families. It was also great to finally meet you in person during my last trip. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 